back to another episode of Strip by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fun naked people in between. So it's a COVID series, COVID mini series for obviously my podcast, but this is the last episode for the COVID mini series. We're going to be pivoting towards a different approach as well for some extra bonus episodes, but I am so excited to have a really fun guest on today. She just retired from the stripping game. I'm super excited to have her on. And of course, this podcast covers different areas of sex work, uh, you know, different um, stages where sex workers are in their careers. And today we're going to be talking about retirement. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce to the audience, former dancer, Maddie Moore. Hello. Hi. It's so good to have you on the show. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're so very welcome. And congratulations on your very recent retirement. Thank you. How does that feel for you? <laughs> it, it actually, it feels, it feels good. Sometimes I feel like a little um, sad, I guess, when I see like other people posting about dancing, so it kind of makes me miss it just a little bit, but yeah. I'm happy at the same time where I'm going in my life it's like it's still exciting that is super awesome and again congratulations and MSU yeah no problem anytime I'm so excited to get into things because I don't personally know you I don't really know much about you but we're gonna definitely learn I'm gonna be learning along with the audience uh who you are what you do uh, or what you did do. That's so weird to have all this past tense yeah. <laughs> in this episode. But um, yeah, why don't we go into about like defining who you are, what you did do, and stuff like that in your own words, your own story. Feel free to tell the audience. Okay. Um, okay, so I, I was a dancer for a year and a half. So I was pretty new Oh wow. to, to it. Yeah. That's a short time span. A year and a half only. Yeah, well, I had originally, when I first started dancing, my plan was to maybe do about five years. Wow. And then over the course of the year and a half, just so many different things in my life have changed that have helped me make the decision to finish, I guess, a little bit sooner than planned. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's very cool. I did not know that. That's such a short amount of time. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was pre- I was pretty new. Pretty new. Well, good for you for reaching your goals and stuff, but like, let's get into details. Let's get into dirty details. So okay, like, what's your, <laughs> what's your backstory? Like, where did you come from? Do you have any dance training before? Like, who are you? <laughs> okay. So I didn't really have any dance training before when I was younger Okay. Um, I did a bit of like high school cheerleading and Me too. Like, one season of comp- um, competitive cheerleading. And that's probably the only like dance maybe <laughs> experience that I, that I really had. <laughs> it can't. But I always like was intrigued to the idea of like performing and, and dancing. So that kind of caught my attention, I guess, since stripping. Okay, cool. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, cheerleading definitely counts. It's very athletic. <laughs> FYI. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's very competitive <laughs> as well. And there is a dance oh, portion yeah. to that. So, okay. So the idea of performing again kind of drew you into dancing. So how did you get started? Did you ever do any amateur nights or did you have a friend maybe or, or friends that were doing it? Yeah. So um, I guess I have thought. A couple of the girls who were dancing on Instagram, like they were 
on my Instagram before, and I was always kind of intrigued in the I and I was in a really like a relationship over the course of a year that I was still like thinking about maybe going into it and it ended up being like a pretty like bad rough relationship so I got out of that and I started serving again and it wasn't really getting me where I wanted independently like I was still staying at my mom's like I wasn't really getting anywhere so I I went back to the idea of thinking I'm like maybe I should just message one of these girls and see like how they get into it like what's their story so I did I messaged one of the girls and she had told me that that same week (laughs) there was is an amateur night at the pet house. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, that's yes. like a couple days away. Like, I don't think I can do that. But she's like, no, like, just, if you, you, you got want to do it. Like, um, she's like, it took me so many times before I finally did it. And if I had done it sooner, like, I would have, like, I should have, or whatever, something like that. So I was like, okay, fuck it. I guess I'll do it. <laughs> so I signed up. Um, I got there and I was so, so nervous. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> Never been on stage before. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> totally terrified. So, and then she, she ended up coming and showing up. And, Good. And she was with the, the, um, agent at the time. And so I did my show. I had a lot of fun. Like it was, <laughs> it was really good. And then after, afterwards, after all that was over, she came up to the change room. She's like, hey, the agent wants to talk to you. So I, I go downstairs and he explains, he's like, oh, I have an open spot at the Caddy Shack this weekend. Do you want to try it out? And I was, ah. sh- <laughs> I was shocked. So I was like, okay, I guess I guess they should try it. You know, like I can always see how it goes. And then if it doesn't go well, then I'll just go back to like my, my regular life. So I did yeah. it. I tried it. And like never looked back. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is what I was missing out on. That's awesome. You know what? Good for you for, like, taking the plunge. It sounds like you have a very, very positive outlook, too, because you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. Got to try it at least once and stuff. Yeah, Did definitely. You- <laughs> Did you always have this positive outlook in terms of, like, in your general life overall? Just, like, wanting to try um, new things? Yeah, I'm generally pretty positive and um, open to new things and ideas. So yeah, I would say that. Yeah, definitely stripping is <laughs> a fun idea <laughs> for sure. <laughs> awesome. So- it's definitely something that I had to become more comfortable with, though. Like at first, like I wasn't as comfortable with my body as I am now like Mm -hmm. stripping has definitely taught me a lot about myself and self-love and like has helped grow like grow me as a person I guess yeah so so nice that you have that takeaway from it too it's been a yeah such a positive experience for me that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) so going back to so like when you were you know when you were serving and stuff too and you were dabbling and you're in a relationship and when you were dabbling with the idea, like, should I, shouldn't I, was the motivation more of, like, a monetary push, or, like, what was, what was kind of, like, the reason you really wanted to get into stripping? Was it, was it mostly for financial reasons? Yeah, so at first it was mostly financial. Okay. I really wanted, I really wanted to get out of my mom's house, because <laughs> I, I had just broken up, broken up with this guy a couple months prior, like, I think I'd be broken up, like, two or three months, and then I got into it. Yeah. 
That's uh, good motivation for sure. <laughs> yeah, out. so that was my main my main push there. Was like I I just want to get out of this situation, and that seemed like a very like I don't know. I guess, different approach to doing, I don't know. No, 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 that makes sense. Everything you're saying totally makes sense. It's all valid. Yeah, okay. (laughs) And you kind of mentioned, too, like, you know, it was a financial motivator at first. So did that change over the course of time then? Yeah, I mean, after a while, I just was enjoying the complete experience of it, like the traveling, the visiting different places while working, I was kind of just enjoying performing right. all together. Yeah. And um, when I sort of did like competitions, I was into doing more of those and just like the whole fun of the performing aspect of it. Right. Yeah. There's so many different facets and we'll definitely get um, into that later into the interview too. But um, so going back to, I guess I'm just kind of going in like chronological order here. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I like jump around. <laughs> no, that's totally cool too. <laughs> I'm just trying to get more detail out of you. So. Okay, yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, like, in terms of, okay, so the agent was like, hey, like, we have a booking at Caddy. Let's go. Yeah. Were you nervous at all? Did you know? Oh, like, my God, I was so nervous. <laughs> what to do? So, so I didn't even, like, I didn't. Um, he's like, oh, you have to get a bunch of matching sets. It was, like, a long shift, too. So oh, I was kind of wow. just thrown in to, like, here you go. Let's do a whole day and night of stripping for the entire weekend. Um, so I didn't, like, really know what to do. I didn't have a lot of, like, matching sets either. So literally an hour before I had to be at Caddy Shack, I went over to the mall and, like, bought, like, a bunch of, like, matching things so that I could do shows in. Because I didn't really know. Didn't have anything. So, yeah. And then when I got there... I was so terrified. I even was talking to the DJ. I'm like, hey, like, super new. <laughs> Don't mean to freak you out. I'm nervous. <laughs> and a lot of the time, like, I had to drink pretty much before mm-hmm. I went on, on stage just to kind of get myself away from the anxiety. Yeah. So that was, like, something that I was doing a lot at the beginning totally and it's to help with my nerves yeah yeah totally to ease the nerves for sure like I started pretty much at the penthouse as well too with the amateur nights and like I I can totally relate to that you know I was like I'm gonna have double Jameson on the rocks right now (laughs) like I'm so scared (laughs) I don't know what to do like how did the experience like your first booking how did that compare with your your like your first experience at amateur night like how were both of those those experiences were they pretty similar or were they completely different well they were kind of different I mean with my actual booking like I guess you're you're there and you're working with all these girls whereas amateur night everyone's kind of I guess on the same level they're like newer Mm -hmm. they're just you know like excited for the shows and whereas if you're working with people they're like they're experienced or doing this luckily like the, the girls that I was working with were very welcoming that's awesome <laughs> but <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of like nerve-wracking and you're doing when you're at the amateur night you're doing sh- a show that's in front of a lot of people whereas say you're doing a day shift at the caddy there's only five people there and all of a sudden you're nervous because there's less people and you feel you feel like they can just see every little thing that you're doing you know like I don't know if that made sense no 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 that totally makes sense as well and like plus it's it's really interesting that how you mentioned that too like going from a really big crowd like 
you, yeah. you're really feeding off of the energy and you also have like a friend in the audience too so it's so good to have that support on you and yeah so, yeah and then going from like your first booking like you don't know what the hell you're doing there's no one yeah. in the audience like, <laughs> yeah you're all uncomfortable because there's maybe a couple people and sometimes they don't clap and you're like oh am I, <laughs> am I okay it's so true it like really feels like you're <laughs> under a microscope it really does yeah eventually I got over that but at very first yeah yeah, <laughs> totally. Like, and how, like, how long did it take you to kind of, like, get those nerves out and kind of just, like, get used to the whole shebang? I think it took me a couple months, like, maybe three or four months for me to get completely comfortable. Mm-hmm. I would say that was probably also I was drinking most of the time for those three to four months, too. And then I slowly started to be able to do the job completely sober. Totally. And that's something like I find with a lot of dancers too, because again, I share a similar story and other dancers I've spoken with on the podcast too. They, they always turn to the alcohol kind of first to kind of appease the nerves. And then now that I'm finding it's just a lot of dancers are completely stick sober when they dance. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the girls, that's what I guess kind of surprised me a little bit when I first um, started too, was a lot of the girls are sober, which was mm-hmm. really really cool for me to see and like super motivating and in the end totally yeah Yeah. you find like it's such like a stereotype too like with the media perpetuating these like really old kind of portrayals of exotic dancers and strippers you know like oh they're like coked up or yeah it's definitely not like like that at all but people do some people I mean it's not like always that you'll get that response but some mm-hmm. people will still have that oh do you guys just party all the time like <laughs> no it's not like that at all no. really like sometimes sometimes yeah. but like for the most part there's it's not what you think it is <laughs> no no like it, it's fine you know like having a couple shots like with your regulars and stuff too. oh yeah there's nothing wrong with that no no but I feel like most of us really treat the job as super super professional like you wouldn't really be drunk at your day job or whatever it is yeah, that you do you know definitely it came to a point especially when I was working at the downtown clubs and doing like longer show times mm-hmm. where I couldn't like do a show physically and drink because I would just be so tired right away so I just wouldn't even bother I'm like ah oh, now it's gonna be too hard for me to do the show <laughs> if I'm drunk <laughs> totally not only just like being drunk but also just like physically as well like we're flying yeah. basically on these poles. <laughs> yeah, you get tired. <laughs> Some people don't understand that. So <laughs> I'm really yeah. glad you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So you started getting bookings. Were you on the cir- you were on the circuit then to traveling and stuff as yeah. well? Yeah, I was on the pr- circuit pretty much right away. Um, I did that booking at Caddy and then just started booking consistently week after week after that. That's awesome. And that's so like, it's such a switch from doing like a civilian job too. How was definitely. that? Yeah, definitely. It's, <laughs> it's a complete 180. It, it turns from a very, it turns into a very, very physical job, right? Yeah. How was that transition from going from a normal civilian job over to stripping? At first it was a little different I guess with like the hours because mm-hmm. a lot of the time when I was serving I was doing days usually so okay. I guess working at late at nights and coming home when I first had the job I, I was still at my mom's for a couple of weeks yeah so 
it was just the coming home like late that was weird <laughs> coming back to my mom's place yeah so that was a bit of a change but and was your mom like aware of what you were doing as well or is that still like hush hush yeah no so I told I I told her right away I told my mom and my sister right away oh wow good for you so so just so that they knew which I'm really glad that I did that because one of like my ex the one that I said that was really terrible he decided to hack my old Facebook and put it on blast for everybody to know of course of course they did (laughs) that's awful what's wrong with people Jesus Christ I'm sorry that happened to you that's really shitty yeah it's fine so I ended up being out and whatever so oh my gosh yeah so I'm glad I at least told her and got that out of the way so she didn't find out that way but that's good yeah because that's never fun you know when that happens was your family pretty receptive to the whole idea of stripping or how did they receive it um yeah well my mom just said as long as I am happy and being safe then that's all she really cares about. That's awesome. And my sister clearly liked the idea because she's a dancer too. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Was your, sister, was your sister a dancer before you or were you a dancer before her? Um, I was a dancer before her. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> there we go. That's cool. That's awesome. So good to have that support. <laughs> Yeah, so that was cool. We got to work together sometimes. It was fun. That's awesome. (laughs) What about the travel aspect? Because, you know, being here in BC, it might be different to other places because this is a global podcast, but um, the whole travel aspect can be really, really tiring. How, How are you able to deal with that physically and mentally and just being away from your friends and family? How did you how did you cope with that? So that was something, I guess, I was just so focused at first at keeping myself busy that I went completely okay with the idea of being in a different place each week and traveling all the time. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that fun and excitement kind of wore off a little bit. Yeah. And then it started to get a little bit more tiring that sometimes I would come home and I would only have, like, the Sunday and I would have to go some. Yeah, so sometimes really tiring. That- was a little bit difficult but uh, um I don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's really okay but, but like I don't know it wasn't that bad like it was good like you you get you got to go to a new place over time it was always different <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure some places were probably better than others in terms of cities because like a lot of of these clubs are really in in small small towns like very very different than Vancouver how, how are those experiences for you yeah, I guess, like, I went to Campbell River quite a few times, and mm-hmm. that one, that one was a little bit harder sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes. In terms of, like, yeah, like, like harder that, that you can do there to keep yourself busy, like, you go to the gym, luckily yeah. there's, like, a gym there that gives the dancers, like, a free membership while you're staying there. Oh, that's awesome. Um, okay. Yeah, so that was cool. That kept me busy there, but I that was... <laughs> it's kind of a bit harder in the smaller town places because you don't have a lot to keep yourself busy. Whereas, no. say, if you go to Kelowna, especially if you're in Kelowna in the summertime, right? And you've got like the wineries, you can go boating, you can do like all this fun, like yeah, all that fun <laughs> stuff with all the girls that you're working with, and it's a bit of a different experience. Totally, yeah, and that could be a lot of fun, obviously. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my favorite Kelowna in the summertime. Favorite book, <laughs> best, <laughs> yeah. 
Are you ready for that perfect summer glow up? Check out Tancouver on Instagram. She is a top rated spray tanner in Vancouver using only vegan and cruelty free top tier solutions. Her all natural house made gold shimmering finishing powder shines perfectly on stage. Slide into Tancouver's DMs for a tan consultation or to book with her and mention Strip by Sia for 10% off. You also mentioned earlier on the podcast, you started doing stripper, to- um, stripper competitions. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so the first one I did was the Rookie of the Year contest. Oh, fun. At the Caddy? That was, yeah, it was super, super fun. I liked how each night was like a different theme. So everyone kind of, like the paint and the whipped cream and the, all the, that fun stuff. So that was a really cool experience for me. For sure. And, like, yeah. I know, like, my own my own experience, you're like, oh, like, are you just doing a competition? I'm like, what does this even mean? Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Did you have any idea what you were getting yourself into? I mean, not really. Like, I had never <laughs> seen a competition before. Right. So I had, like, asked a couple of my girlfriends that were dancing, like, hey, what's it like? What do you think I should do? Like, different suggestions and they were helpful with that so but like it's still like once it actually got down to it, it wasn't really like what I was expecting it to be <laughs> oh, but really? I loved it like the whole competition aspect of it really um really made me happy like it was like a whole fun you put this whole theme together and you go all out and the crowd oh, loves it it was yeah yeah that that's super cool and how was your experience at the rookie of the year competition how did you do I won that competition. Yay! So, so that was really cool and exciting because, like, at that point, I had maybe danced not even a year yet. <laughs> and I was That's like, what awesome. the heck? What is happening? So you were probably – you must have been genuinely shocked when you are like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. Did you end up doing any other competitions as well, like Miss Nude BC and yeah. stuff like that? So I did. I did the Miss. Yeah, the Miss Nude West Coast. Uh-huh. That one I placed third in. Oh, good. Yes, that was also a really exciting thing. Yes, I love competitions. So fun. <laughs> what aspect? <laughs> what aspect of the competitions do you love the most? It's like the artistic aspect of it yeah yeah like I liked putting on a full show like there's not a like clubs except for maybe when I worked at Brandy's where you can put on a full theme show and go all out with all yeah. that craziness like yeah and your and your regular bookings like you just don't really do that so that part was really cool just getting creative with your costumes and music and and putting it all together in just like this big theatrical way totally yeah as as you said like there there isn't much of an opportunity to do big shows and I feel like that aspect is totally unfortunately like kind of dying in the industry so yeah which I think is kind of sad because that's like what a lot of people seem to enjoy yeah based on what I've heard from customers is they like the whole big aspect of it so yeah people like a big show and like even like myself like coming to the clubs and stuff too it's so nice to see that yeah definitely I agree you know lots of VIPing and stuff nowadays that's kind of what the focus is so <laughs> which is fine yeah. which is fine that's another thing 
Yeah. Um, how about like why don't we pivot the conversation over to the topic of COVID because obviously we're still in the pandemic and this is the last episode of the COVID series I mean it's still happening guys because the COVID series is not going to happen anymore doesn't mean it's over <laughs> <laughs> um, but like were you dancing at all like during the pet pa- like right before yes oh you were so, okay I, yeah um Tell actually us. originally I I had planned on retired. I had my bookings all done for a month uh, up, up until April, the first week of April. So I had a full solid list of bookings. I was working at um, the number five, actually, okay. when everything closed down. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I was there for like the one day. It was Monday. We weren't sure what was going on. Oh, my gosh. Uh, whether we were going to stay open or not. Um, <laughs> so that was a little bit weird of an experience. And then we... We're told that same night that yeah, like that's that's we're closing tomorrow. We're not going to be open. So oh my gosh, here's your checks. <laughs> oh my gosh, how was yeah. that for you? Like receiving that news, did you ha- like kind of have a hunch that it was going to close down? Like I mean, I was hoping that it what, but I kind of had a feeling, so I didn't bring like my giant suitcase yeah. with me like I normally do. I just brought like a little bag just in case. Mm-hmm. But yeah, kind of like totally messed up, <laughs> messed up the plans and everything for that. Oh my god! So that was yeah, it was crazy. Wow. Okay. So then, okay. So then you had to extend, obviously. But like, so obviously mm-hmm. the pandemic hit. How was that downtime for you? What What have you been doing with the downtime? It was actually all right. I ended up staying. At- in the Okanagan because nice. we wanted we wanted to get away I feel we felt like it was more constricted here in like the lower mainland yeah so we just went out and stayed uh, we had a friend who has like place so we stayed up there for probably most of the time and it was it was really nice it was relaxing that's awesome oh my god I'm so jealous <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you have like a, a lot of time to reflect um in terms of like you know, what I'm going to be doing and do I still want to continue after this, which you obviously did, but like, were those thoughts yeah, kind of so through your head? I still had to, I had to like reformulate the plan of what I was going to do since COVID messed up my previous plan. So I had to sit back and think like, how am I going to make this work? Because even with COVID, like my original plans just won't work now. Oh gosh. No! <laughs> so I kind of had to make, reevaluate what I have to do to make to make everything work the way I kind of want them to. And I don't know if that makes right. sense. No, but. no, that definitely makes, <laughs> no, no, that makes a lot of sense. That's totally fine too. You, you always have to readjust and yeah. kind of fucked up everything. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of had to think and, and change, change my plans around. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully didn't fuck it up too much, but I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, it just put me like in a bit of a different direction. Okay. Which is fine. Like, eventually, like, I'll still be able to get there. I just, it's just going to be a different way. Different pathway, yeah. So, okay, so that's during COVID. And then what about post-COVID? So you decided to do another booking, I guess, one more week or so, at, like, after COVID? Well, I want to say post-COVID because we're still in COVID. <laughs> but they... <Yeah. laughs> basically once the club restrictions re- yes post re- restrictions phase two slash phase three um yeah. so you did have another booking during this time when the clubs reopened how was it, that 
It was really good, actually. I mean, the experience was different. The first day I had to get used to, we have, so at the five, they have like the plexiglass there and they have right. little strings, I guess, or yes. things <laughs> that hang from the ceiling. So the first couple shows, I would hit my heel against that. So that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess um, talking with the customers, like normally you can hear what they're saying because right. there's no glass in front of you. But now like if you're, if they're sitting in the front row and they're trying to say something, you can't always hear what they're saying. Yeah. So like, uh, sorry. And then you go, you go up to the top. You're like, what did, what did she say? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It's the glass. I can't hear you. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure, I mean, hopefully I would assume that the patrons are a lot more understanding. Yeah. Well. The pe- people that came in, they were a lot more understanding. The week ended up actually being a really good week. I guess people are just really thankful to have this option to go out again. Right. So, yeah. So that was a really... It was really good. I had a couple of regulars come in too, so it was it was nice. That's awesome. And I know that I yeah. saw like on your Instagram you kind of announced like your retirement sort of like this might be the la- or this is the last time I'm going to be dancing and stuff. Yeah, so I was still kind of toying in my head whether I was going to do more than a week booking. Originally I thought maybe I could do another month, yeah. but then I thought with all this craziness going on and factually if I don't plan on doing that many more bookings anyways it might be hard to get myself into all the other clubs and with all the other girls that need work and stuff like it just seems like it would be too hectic and crazy yeah (laughs) so I thought like I have this really great booking of with a great lineup of girls I was having a really good so I'm like hey I might as well just end it off like on a really good note (laughs) 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 and announce my retirement now um which I'm really glad that I I did that way because it was it really made me feel good about closing that this chapter yeah this chapter of your life yeah for sure so like it's it's really interesting for you to hear, like, for me to hear that. That's just so nice for you to end that on a high note. Like, how did you come to the decision that retirement was something you wanted to do and something that you wanted to do immediately? So um, I knew from the beginning, like I said before, that I was only going to dance for a short period of time, mm-hmm. like originally five years. Mm-hmm. And then um, over the past year, I kind of, started to put plans in place to kind of set me up, I guess, to leave dancing. Okay. But then there has been a couple, a couple things that have happened in my life personally that had made make the decision that it's time now to end time. it now. Yeah. yeah. Was it like a bittersweet moment for you? Yeah, it definitely would, would say bittersweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it could like, I'm I'm really really happy with the decision and I'm really happy with the time and the experience that I had in dancing so yeah that's that's awesome it ended well that's good (laughs) (laughs) and how was like you said your your last week was pretty good and stuff too what what were some of your best memories that you had as a dancer um oh my goodness probably I did a couple with the dancer Devin. Okay, yeah. So those were probably like my favorite. We went to LA together once. That was probably my my favorite memory. Really got to go and travel anywhere outside of Canada. So I was going there and like visiting these places. 
since the scene before and getting to do like work at the same time was just like such an amazing experience for me. Um, That's awesome. And then working with all these girls that were a lot of them who have become friends were like supportive and uplifting. And it was the whole experience was really good. That's so nice to hear. I'm so, I'm so, so glad to hear all this. It's amazing. <laughs> Did you have like any like preconceived notions like before you went into dancing and then have those notions changed after you've now retired from the industry? Yeah, when I first started, started, I kind of thought maybe sort of like what you would see in the um, where girls were like maybe catty or like it was a real harsh party scene mm. or like just that type of kind of like image image yeah on it yeah but then as soon as that first week that I did started that changed my perspective on it right away and going onwards and working with all the different girls and working at all these different clubs and seeing what it's it definitely changed (laughs) what I originally thought it might be that's awesome and you know what like there's no one I mean there's no one to blame except for the media that has portrayed this image of like you know what yeah they really be to change the narrative on definitely yeah well but but another reason why I'm doing this podcast <laughs> like yeah share yeah. stories and our experiences I, too so <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> how about like um your future plans like what what do you have if you want to share anything that you can share um what do you have planned for the future post stripping so I have like um I guess like a regular schmegular job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> that, I'm, that, I'm do- that I'm doing and starting uh, pretty quick here. And then while I'm doing that, I have, I've been working over the past couple months to open my own business. Wow. So, yeah. So I'm, thank you. So <laughs> I'm slowly starting to do that at time, mm-hmm. kind of. That's awesome. Um, so that that's part of the reason why like post- like all my plans had to change a little bit a little bit because with everything that's going on it made things a little bit difficult for me to do some of the things that I had wanted to do for it in terms of your business yeah okay gotcha yeah it might probably like stalled a bunch of things obviously yeah so now I've kind of have to take a different approach on it and that is something that I will probably announce about Instagram. Okay, that's exciting. Do you have a certain timeline or anything? I mean, this episode's going to be coming out. This episode's going to be coming out June twenty eighth. So, no, I don't have a specific timeline yet. With the regular regular job that I got, um, I had to do like a bunch of training and like courses and exams or whatever for oh, it. Wow. So I'm pretty focused right now on just finishing that so I can get that started. Right, and then. And then I'm going to put my focus back into like launching and how I'm going to handle that. That's awesome. That's so exciting to hear. Yay. Yeah, thank you. Definitely wishing you all <laughs> I'm the best. excited about it. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to have to share with your followers too. Like we all want to support yeah. you. So the support's definitely going to be there. So good on you. <laughs> thank you. And I guess like, do you have any tips and stuff for any future dancers or people that want to break into sex work, specifically stripping and stuff like that? Um, because obviously there is no freaking like handbook or guide and stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what I would say I've had, I've had some girls who are 
um, interested in doing it, message me before. And what I would say is the same advice that the dancer who got me started gave me is just do it. Like, if you don't do it now, you're going to take forever to do it. You're going to wish that you had done it. Um, It really is just a really great industry to be in if you want to be in it. Yeah. Um, So just get started now, and then (laughs) you can learn (laughs) along the way. I had no experience whatsoever, really, and jumped into it and had a great time. Yeah, just do it, I guess. That's such great advice. Thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess, like, before... um... I guess we'll close that part out of the episode, but unless there's anything you wanted to add, (laughs) any closing Um, notes? I don't know. I think that's, that's good. (laughs) I asked you a ton of questions, so (laughs) it's a fun conversation. Um, But why don't we go into some Q and A? Cause there was a bunch of questions that came in from your fans. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of tackle it question by question. So um, first one, I hope you stay in the public eye. Ever think to post more procedures, lips, etc.? Um, so I am going to keep my Instagram open. I might change my username. I haven't decided yet. Keep that going. Mm-hmm. I only get my lips done. I probably will only get my lips done. So if you want me to post about that, then... <laughs> Yeah, well, but maybe that's a request. That's... So, <laughs> so yeah, I can I can share where I get my lips done if you want. <laughs> so cool. Um, if uh, COVID nineteen didn't close down everything, would you still have quit dancing? And I think you kind of went over this, but if you want to reiterate, you can. Yeah. So I already had had the plan to quit. I had month book- of bookings. It was already in in motion that I was going to retire already in the works guys yeah. <laughs> you had a plan you stuck to it that's awesome <laughs> yeah um this is a good question what was your absolute favorite club that you danced at and why mm, that's <laughs> tough I loved a lot of them I mean I would probably have to say like the most fun and like family feel with the staff and everything was probably the um the five yeah yay yeah it it, it felt really good there (laughs) do you have any others I'm glad that was my last book and spot and that I stuck in there (laughs) yes yes definitely lucky about that (laughs) yeah do you have any other honorable mentions because you mentioned oh this is a hard question like what other clubs do you want to mention what other clubs did you have a really great time at um, I always had a good time at Shakers, too. Um, mm-hmm. Brandy's was a really cool experience that I got to do a couple bookings there. So that was really fun, working with all the girls there and seeing all their crazy shows that they do. Yes. Yeah, totally. And it's it's so wild. I mean, all the clubs are so different, right? Yeah. Different feel, different vibe, different people. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> have, like, a different vibe at each club you go to, you know, like, in different clientele and just, like, the type of music that some people like at certain clubs is different. Totally. <laughs> yeah, like you can get away with playing country at Caddyshack. You can <laughs> get away with that playing that, playing that at Shakers. No, no. <laughs> you know, I've actually never been to Shakers. Like, what, what's Shakers like? That's the one in Surrey, right? Yeah. What's it like um, over there? I don't know. It's kind of like a cool, chill vibe. 
over there. Um, yeah. I just like and some of the regulars there. That's kind of why I would say that it's a good experience there for me. It's not always the best money club, mm, but yeah. but the regulars yeah. really make it. You know, they do. It makes the experience a lot better. Like when you have people that you're like excited to go say hello to and sit with and talk to, then it makes the experience good either way. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's another question that we almost like kind of went over a little bit, but um, feel free to share again if you want. But what made you want to stop being a dancer and has the transition been hard? Um. The reason that I wanted to stop is, I guess, probably a bit of more of a personal one. Mm -hmm. Um, The transition has been a little bit challenging, but... In what aspect? uh, Like, just just the planning of how I'm going to... Move um, forward? Pardon? Like, uh, move forward and, like... Yeah, pretty much. Just, like, put together my life and... Yeah, differently. Like before I was able to just, you know, kind of chill most of the day and then go to work and then come back. And like, it was a little bit different of an experience. And now that coming back into, I guess, real life, (laughs) that's not real, but you know, like the regular, whatever, like, yeah, like civilian work. Yeah. Civilian type thing. Like it's, it's different. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it's just a switching of gears and, like, it's going to take some time for you to get used to it as, like, you would going into the sex industry and, like, going out, it's all a bit of, it's going to be all a bit of a learning curve, right? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a bit of a transition. For sure. Um, Do you think that you'll ever be a dancer again and how do you know? No, I think that this is the end (laughs) Um, which is kind of sad which is kind of sad but um for reasons that I can't really share I just know that it's now it's now a closed chapter yeah but but a good chapter yeah a very 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 good chapter (laughs) um what okay I guess we already kind of went over this what made you decide that it was time for you to retire you already knew that and I guess Mm -hmm. we'll go on to the last question here so Will you be making more money now or less money now? And how will you adjust the change? Um, kind of a private question, in my opinion. But <laughs> Yeah, like I don't really feel like... I never really spoke about how much money I made as a dancer. I'm not going to really speak on how much money I... What the difference is going to be. Yeah. Um, I think that's such a private question. The point question. is, I can, I can, I'll be able to take care of myself if that's, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I also find that to be such an invasive question. Like, do you ever no. go out on the street and ask someone how much they're making? No. <laughs> like, no. What's wrong with people? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line is, guys, she's going to take care of herself. I mean, and generally speaking, as strippers, we usually make pretty good money, so we'll just leave it at yeah. that. So. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I guess with that, that is the last question. So um, is there anything else that you wanted to add to any closing mm. notes? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guess thank you to everyone who has supported me through the last year and a half. Wow. I appreciate all of you. Customers, staff members, club people, dancers, like it's been a really fun 
um, great experience for me. That's awesome. And congratulations again on your retirement. Thank this you. is huge. Like I'm so excited about your business as well. I'm definitely going to have to keep up, but how to keep up basically like where can we find you? Um, so on my Instagram, I'm at more Maddie account. I might, like I said, I might change the username. I just haven't decided what to yet. And if I do, I'll update it on my story. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. So follow me and you can see what's going on. Wait, I have one more question for you actually. <laughs> okay. That's fine. <laughs> I love your name, Maddie Moore. Like how did you come up with it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I didn't pick this name myself. So Maddie oh. came from one of my girlfriends um she's like oh you have to pick a name that starts with n so that if someone's yelling across the room and they say like chelsea like you're not like what so so, so i picked an m name <laughs> and then um more i had asked um the girl who got me my first amateur night um heather heaven i was like hey like can oh, you help okay. me like pick the second part of my name because i don't really know and she's like oh like more would be cute like maddie more like you know like mandy more i'm like yeah totally. you know what? let's go with that that's amazing <laughs> so that's how maddie more was born i love it because i was like oh my god her name's like mandy more and he still love mandy more <laughs> that's amazing that's so cool and I, and I love heather heaven too she's such an amazing performer i really want to have her on the show next so yeah we'll yeah see. she's great she got me started in this there you go shout out shout out <laughs> awesome well we'll, we'll definitely be able to keep up with you and if you have any other um things that you want to plug later we can always put it in the show notes later but um that's it for today guys um don't forget to like rate share subscribe give me all the love it's stripped by sia on instagram as well as my personal sia steph and we'll catch you guys in definitely next week i can say this for sure there is an episode next week as we pivot over to the black lives matter movement um for a couple bonus episodes there but thank you again maddie for coming on the show today and sharing your story and i wish you all the best in all your future endeavors i'm so excited to hear what you have in store and yeah thanks again thank you <laughs> you're so welcome see you guys peace we'll see you guys next on next week bye by Steph Sia, a.k.a. Kim G, music by Ted D, photography by Ian Davern, and graphics by Maria Bellin-Durama.